The topics and information discussed in this podcast are no substitute for the advice and guidance you can receive from your own GP or care practitioners. If you have any medical concerns, always seek the advice of your GP or pharmacist. Welcome back to Our House, Your Health, the preventative healthcare podcast. And hello, Lara, our third podcast. We are really on a roll now. It's been so lovely to receive your feedback and know that so many of you are enjoying what we have to offer. (laughs) I know. It's been so great and so positive. It's good to know that our listeners particularly enjoy the case studies too. Yes, we knew that they would be popular as people can relate to them and learn so much when things are kept simple and we let people just tell their story. Yes, less is so much more. And an answer to a number of you that have asked is, yes, we did study pharmacy together a long, long time ago (laughs) and find it very strange how we have been thrown together to host this podcast. Yes, strange but enjoyable. Yes. And talking of strange, concerning our next topic, 30% of people that have this condition are not clinically diagnosed. The condition I'm referring to is celiac disease. The average length of time for someone to be diagnosed with the disease from the onset of symptoms is a staggering 13 years. Wow, I think that is shocking. And what people don't realise is that if a gluten-free diet is not followed, then it can lead to nutritional deficiencies and other complications such as osteoporosis or cancer of the small bowel and even unexplained fertility problems. So once again, creating awareness is really important. Gluten is found in grains such as wheat, rye and barley. Some people can be sensitive to oats and is an autoimmune disease caused by a reaction to gluten. It is not a food allergy or an intolerance. That's right. There is no cure for the condition. The only treatment is a strict gluten-free diet for life. Absolutely. People don't realise that as well as being in the obvious foods such as flour, breads, pasta, cereals, cakes and biscuits, it can be found in other things like fish fingers, sausages, gravies, sauces, stock cubes, soy sauce and even some chocolate. That's right. So if someone with celiac disease accidentally eats gluten, they're likely to be unwell within a few hours. Symptoms can vary um, and they can be anything from severe diarrhea and vomiting. And sometimes they can last several days. It's interesting because stats show that one in four people with celiac disease have previously been treated for IBS prior to diagnosis of celiac disease and explains why diagnosis is so difficult. Exactly. And that is why Creating awareness of the symptoms that people should be looking out for and talking about celiac disease is really, really important. As pharmacists, we can help to create that awareness and ensure people don't simply ignore the symptoms that they are suffering from. Early diagnosis is important and people could start by having a gluten test. And once again, our case study encapsulates the issues a celiac sufferer encounters, not knowing for years and just accepting the symptoms as normal until tests prove otherwise. Let's have a listen to Ursula's story. I'm Ursula and I'm 48 and a solicitor and mother. I was diagnosed with celiac disease a year ago. I live in South London's Forest Hill, a vibrant London suburb, where you can be kept busy visiting cafes and delis, excellent independent shops and restaurants, farmers' markets, an award-winning museum, an array of parks and open spaces. Life as a solicitor and mother is busy, and I suppose that meant 
but I don't really know when exactly I first felt unwell. I was always tired. I thought that was normal. One day in April 2019, I realised that I felt bloated and had abdominal pain after eating. When I thought about it, I couldn't remember the last time that my stomach hadn't felt bloated. I had indigestion and fatigue, weight loss and other symptoms of diarrhoea and excessive wind. I googled as one does and of course the symptoms matched the C word of ovarian cancer. I booked an appointment with my GP and she referred me for blood test. Before this point in time I didn't really know much about celiac disease but when the doctor telephoned me to advise me that my blood test revealed a high level of indicators I was a happy recipient of the potential diagnosis. The alternative was a horrendous prospect. The diagnosis of celiac disease, I was told, would only be conclusive once the second part of the diagnostic test was completed, which was a gastroscopy. A gastroscopy is a test whereby a long tube with a camera on the end is passed through your mouth into your stomach. Unfortunately, in order for the gastroscopy to pick up pictures of the stomach suggestive of celiac disease, you have to have been eating foods containing gluten for six weeks prior to the gastroscopy. This was unwelcome information, as the date for the test was five months away, and the thought of eating gluten again was grim. In any event, I fed myself the poison that was pasta and bagels, pastries and cakes, which was miserable because of the pain, but then the gastroscopy confirmed the diagnosis. Celiac disease is caused by an adverse reaction to gluten. Gluten is the dietary protein found in wheat, barley and rye. So gluten is in pasta and cakes, breakfast cereals, most types of bread, sauces and beer. Having been a lover of many foods containing gluten and having eaten them all my life, once I was told that it was the cause of my pain and discomfort, it was interesting, firstly, how shocked I was, but also how immediately I wanted to eliminate gluten from my diet. The celiac disease diagnosis was a relief, a cause for the pain, and once gluten is off the menu, you realise how much better you feel, and so quickly. I do sometimes think about how nice it used to be to eat croissants and baguettes whilst holidaying in France. However, I can say I don't miss eating foods containing gluten, as I don't miss the pain. My GP and the NHS served me well. Within a week of attending my GP's surgery, I was told that the blood test suggested likely celiac disease, and then five months later, the confirmation of the diagnosis. On experiencing the symptoms that I had, it is so worthwhile to get advice quickly and to have a blood test or screening as early as possible, to get a diagnosis as early as possible and to feel better as early as possible. What an interesting story. Thank you, Ursula, for sharing your story with us all. Yes, thank you, Ursula. It is interesting how Ursula referred to the fact that she had just accepted the fact that she always felt bloated as the norm. And so many people are undiagnosed and going through what Ursula actually experienced needlessly. A quick blood test would have been able to reveal a gluten intolerance and they would be on their way to recovery and a gluten-free life of happiness, really.
I think it's time to introduce Dr. Vidya, who is a mother, GP and lifestyle coach, to comment on our case study. Dr. Vidya, welcome. Hi, ladies. Hi, and thank you. It's great to be back and catching up with you once again. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. How have you been? Yeah, I've been really good, thank you. Um, just been uh, busy, you know, obviously it's the the, the new normal, um, but I've been really good, thank you, and I hope you've, you've both been well as well. Yeah, we have been, but yeah, we've just been muddling through, haven't yeah, we, Karen? Definitely. I think this actually ties in with, with Ursula, ironically, because it is sort of like a new normal, isn't it, when you have celiacs, probably any condition really, um, but just in terms of um, having to live almost a different life, you know, different foods, different restaurants, different, I mean, the impact, I think that's the biggest thing I would take away is the impact on their life, their whole lifestyle. It, it, it's in some ways simple, remove gluten. <laughs> um, but it, it's more the um, society's understanding of that and, and the huge changes you need to, need to make. Um, I think that's been the biggest thing. So it's just interesting when you talk about Corona, because that's also sort of the new normal and changing the ways we do things and and the mindset around that as well, isn't it? Yes, it's interesting to know what your thoughts are about Ursula's story and and what she went through. Yeah, I I think the other thing I I think in particular that just came to me was, you know, we were talking about how simple it is actually to have a test, isn't it? Yeah. And the other thing that other reason, one why it's so important is, actually the symptoms are very similar to ovarian cancer which she which she talked about particularly the bloatedness and that, mm. that, that age range around women having these symptoms and you know sometimes very you know very busy at that time of life and their work and sometimes yeah. family and the job so it, it can easily be be brushed yeah. off isn't it yeah to be met exactly. and you also don't want to encourage people to become sort of hypochondriacs so we're trying to calm <laughs> everyone down so it is it is important balance it is an important balance, but actually the reason why it's important to have these simple tests is that it's it's a genetic condition, isn't it? So actually it's important for, you know, particularly if you are a mom and you know other members of the family, because you can mm. actually prevent a lot of uh, the pain as she was experiencing, you know, you can eliminate that, you know, and encourage this sort of new lifestyle and make it as if they don't know anything different because they've just sort of grown up with it or they've got you to come to come to um mm. so having the test early on is also phenomenally important for that reason the genetic um side of it as well what other issues do you feel that celiacs face i think the biggest thing which i've you know alluded to a little bit but mm. technically i mean if you have celiacs even um, a very tiny portion, a tiny amount of gluten can be very toxic for your system. Mm. So some things, when they're saying it's gluten-free, you know, you do need to look at those things on the back of packs, you know, sort of what do you mean by gluten-free? Because it might it might be some contamination in the factory mm. and um, some things which can't be 100% helped, but you do need to just be really aware of that yourself, you know, take that on yourself. But I think at least society is more aware now it's very mainstream now there, there's a lot of availability yeah, exactly. exactly so i see i would say you know focus on you know if you're going through this or you think you may have it you're kind of in that that annoying phase where you're kind of having <laughs> to reintroduce gluten waiting for the test and you kind of know you have it well mm-hmm. in that what i would say is really 
harness you know your your inner power which you know I'm big on right (laughs) (laughs) you know I got the power again um but um, but it's so important right because it's so easy quite, quite defeated sort of like well, you know, there's gluten anywhere and, 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 you know, and yes, it's in all these different shots, but I still got a check in the back of packs. And no, if you focus on actually, look, gratitude, there's so much available there. Yes, sometimes it can feel a bit unfair, but you have to kind of, kind of force yourself to just move on from that bit because it can actually affect your health. It can actually affect your immune system, you know, just the stress of worrying sort of about mm-hmm. it. And, you know, worry is uh you know i like to see it as you're actually expending energy like a currency you know energy's currency and you could be putting that currency that exact amount of energy into you know your positive bank balance in your in your in your health which is actually helping your immune system so self-care is Mm -hmm. really important yes of course for everybody but particularly these types of conditions uh, because this is going to have a huge positive impact on your immune system because of that mind-body um, connection. So I know that sounds a bit, you know, there, but you do have to, as Neville Goddard says in The Power of Awareness, kind of act as if initially because actually what you're doing is you're rewiring the brain, you're rewiring your subconscious mind to think, no, actually this is, this is actually easy. And what you do is you're actually reducing your cortisol level, which is the stress hormone, and you're actually helping your system to um, to calm, which is, I mean, this is, you know, it can cause inflammation, right? So actually helping your body physiologically. So it's actually really important when you understand what you're doing and you're doing it with that intention, these mindset practices and self-care practices are actually have transformed people's health. I was going to ask you, actually, um, why do you feel that the number of undetected cases of celiac disease are so high? Do you know what? I think with, um, you know, this whole gluten, it's like in vogue now, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) To be gluten free, (laughs) even if you're not having celiacs. So I think there is an awareness um, issue. I'm hesitant to use that word because I'm really glad that there's a lot of gluten free things out there. So I don't want to look as if I'm criticising but I think it's, it's ironic that there's a lot of people who are gluten-free who really don't need to be and actually shouldn't be because gluten is actually good for you and your immune system if you aren't, if you don't have celiacs, right? So it's actually yeah. important for you. So to answer your question, I think it's that issue. And I think that there is this perception. I don't want the label. So I mm. think if you just hide, with, as with any condition, you aren't this condition, you know, it's more to yeah, than that. Yeah. And I think that's the reason for the, the detection um, issue, why there aren't as many cases, because people just don't want that label of celiacs and uh, worrying about, oh, but if I have the label, then, then you know, maybe it means I get this. Well, if you have celiacs, you have celiacs, whether someone's told you you have it or not. But it, it's just helpful to actually get the best management plan, you know, with, with, with a supportive team all together. It's much easier, isn't it, once, yeah, once you kind that's of right. know you have it. But never, never embody the label. That's the biggest That's the biggest thing I would say. I do think that it's important that listeners realise the symptoms involved with celiac disease and how to recognise them. So we do hope that by creating awareness about the condition, we can help people to get diagnosed a bit earlier. Yeah, I think, I think the other thing is... Um, just showing how actually it doesn't have to be like a burden 
you know so you can have mm. the test you know you've got the got the um you know you have celiacs and and almost mm. if anything a sense of relief yeah. um and i think it is i think it is definitely changing now especially because of podcasts like this so i think people are understanding more of what it's of what it's yeah. like and um, but yeah if even we can help one person to help prevent going through uh, great yeah yeah definitely well, thank you so much, Dr. Vidya, for sharing your views and expertise. Yes, thank you so much for joining us once again. It's so lovely to have your point of view. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here to share the platform. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up our third podcast, and we do hope that you've learned something new. We would like to once again thank Ursula for sharing her inspirational story. If you have any questions or thoughts, please feel free to drop us a line. Yes, that would be great. And we'd love to hear from you via email at info at thehouseofwellbeing.co.uk or pop in and see us at the London House of Wellbeing, 200A Relton Road. That's right opposite Hernhill Station. Feel free to leave any feedback that you have. Until next time, stay safe. Bye. Bye.